Good morning, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Monday, October 24th, 2022, and we are back for episode six of the podcast. I appreciate everyone for the support early on. As always, we were able to take a quick break yesterday after the Grizzlies lost to the Dallas Mavericks on Saturday, and we'll do a quick recap of that game and get right into the game against the Brooklyn Nets tonight at home at the FedEx Forum where hopefully the Grizzlies can bounce back after Saturday. So looking at the game on Saturday, unfortunately, and that's kind of the awkward middle ground I have to navigate in this position in this podcast is that I called the Mavericks minus five. It was one of those games that it just writing was on the wall. The Grizzlies really always struggle against the Mavericks and Lucas specifically. And also, you know, back-to-back games, a lot of the role players still injured. It, it was just the best case scenario for the Mavericks and the worst case scenario for the Grizzlies. And it played out just like that. So John Morant finished with 20 points in 30 minutes, went under his point total for the first time this season. Luca nearly had a triple double, had, you know, 30 minutes of play, hit his over 30 and a half points with 32 on the night. So those were two bet. So I missed the John Morant one, hit the Luca over under points bet. Desmond Bain under three and a half three pointers was a hit as well. Unfortunately, he has not been shooting the ball well. He looks, you know, he's he's doing well, and we've continued to say in other aspects of the game, but his shot just hasn't been falling lately. So hopefully he he figures that out because the offense really does become one dimensional when Bain isn't able to create his own shot and get us get some easy points. Um, better the night hit, which was race to ten in favor of the Mavericks. Hit with ease, Javel McGee with an alley oop dunk from Luka Doncic to make it eleven to four. To the Mavericks, home opener for the Mavericks. It, it, you know, after a loss, made sense for them to come out firing, catch the Grizzlies after a back-to-back, and they did just that. So, just the Grizzlies team makeup in general and where we stand. I never want to overreact after one game, which I think some people do. I predicted them to go six and four in the first ten games this season. This is one of those losses. They were five and five to start the season last year, and we know what happened after that. So. No room to hit the panic button. Obviously, trading away Kyle Anderson and DeAnthony Melton, who are crucial role players, hurts when you're in a situation like this where you have Dylan Brooks, Zaire Williams, Jaron Jackson Jr. all out. You're asking these rookies who are only playing their third NBA game, Laravia, Roddy, to make a you know a bigger impact than they probably should have to at this point in their career. So no panic button. Dylan Brooks at some point was maybe on the border of playing, and that would have helped with containing Luka Doncic. He ended up not playing. Looks like that's going to be the same situation tonight. So it's it's where the Grizzlies are right now. If John Morant's not going, especially when Desmond Bain is not creating his own shot, not scoring the basketball, it makes the team relatively easy to defend. We saw that with a Mavericks team that's not great defensively. I hold the Grizzlies at 96 points. I know John only played 30 minutes, so... Overall, it's one of those games that, you know, you play 82 games in a season. These kind of games are going to happen. No reason to overreact. Um, the under also was a was a loss for me. Um, called the under. And Grizzlies did their part to get the under, only scoring 96 points. But Mavericks wouldn't put up a season high for them, 137 points. So those were the results from the weekend. Um, not a great, you know, not a great game to watch. But in terms of betting 3-0 on my play of the games and 4-2 in that game. So, we're getting the results we need from a betting perspective. Obviously, we'd like to hit and the Grizzlies do well, but that's just kind of you know 
where we're at in this podcast. So looking at the game tonight, the Memphis Grizzlies are at home against the Brooklyn Nets. Grizzlies are currently minus one and a half on the spread and over under is set at 232.5 points. So the Brooklyn Nets are one and one on the season. Haven't played since Friday, so they've had a lot of rest. Grizzlies obviously already played three games this season to the Nets too. Um, Got rocked by the Pelicans on opening night. 130 to 108. Looked completely out of sorts. Seemed to have things figured out. Second game against the, the Raptors. They covered that game, so they're one and one on the spread as well as one and one on the season. Um, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant doing what they normally do. KD's been a his normal self, averaging 29.5 points in two games. And then the man that kind of, in my opinion, is the deciding factor for the Nets, whether they'll be a championship contender or a playing team. That's Ben Simmons. He's averaging five points, seven rebounds, six assists so far this season. He's not even looking for a shot, and we'll get into that a bit later, but he's doing the other things that Ben Simmons does very well. And I think if he does that, plays within his role, it helps the Brooklyn Nets a lot. So that's the over-under. That's the spread. Looking at the injury report, Seth Curry will not be playing for the Brooklyn Nets. And then the Grizzlies, as far as I know, will be the same players out. Dylan Brooks is listening. It's questionable. It doesn't seem like they're trying to get him back for this game. Um, So I would not expect to see Dylan Brooks out there against the Nets tonight. So now that we determine what the spread is, what the over-under is, looking at the spread first, it's another one. I really, unfortunately, lean Nets plus one and a half. So these teams met twice last year. Grizzlies actually covered both spreads. I was at that game in March where Kyrie and KD could not miss. John Morant didn't even play in that game, and Grizzlies still got a win. But again, going back to my point about not having Kyle Anderson, not having DeAnthony Melton, not having Jaron Jackson Jr., all these role players that made that team what it was last year without John Morant are not around. So Desmond Bain, who I think – I still believe in him. He's still going to find his shot eventually and get back to what he was last season. I think it's going to take more time than just this game. So with all that being said, without the role players, without asking John Morant to do, or he's going to do everything he can, but you're still asking him to do a lot. I lean Nets plus one and a half. So Brooklyn last season on the road was 24-18-1 against the spread. So they were pretty good on the road last season. 61% as an away underdog, so even better as an away underdog. Um, With all that being said, obviously Memphis was one of the best home teams or was the best home team in the NBA last season. And I just see the defensive deficiencies right now of the Grizzlies. We saw how they could not stop Luka Doncic on Saturday. How would that be any different now that you had KD and Kyrie Irving to the mix? So you're having to guard both of them. I just don't see really who's going to have an answer for those two. Um, And then, unfortunately, I hate to say it, I still believe in Ben Simmons in the role that he is taking on on the Nets. He's not asked to do too much, um, especially as a defender, and we'll get to his matchup with John Morant tonight. I just like that the if the Nets fire on all cylinders, I still like the way that this roster is constructed, and I think the Grizzlies just need to get healthy and get these players back before they really, you know, fill out their true – Identity, um, you know, two and one on the season, but those wins are against the New York Knicks and the Houston Rockets. So I, I think the Nets will cover this one at the plus one and a half. I think the Nets will win the game outright, unfortunately, and the Grizzlies will fall to two and two on the season. So over under is at two thirty two and a half. Brooklyn only cut. And this is actually a crazy stat considering who's on the Brooklyn Nets and last season especially. Um, they only 
went over in 48.8% of their games last season. So less than half of their games went under, or sorry, more than half their games went under last season. The 237.5 went over last season, which was the line in that game in March. They actually scored 252 points that game. That was a crazy high-scoring game. Um, Again, the over-under this game is 232.5. The other game was in Brooklyn. It went under the 230 mark, so 1-1 one one on the spread. Sorry, 1-1 one one on the over-under last season. And the over-under 232.5, which is listed for today, would have gone over in one of the two games last year as well. So I'm leaning under in this game. I think Ben Simmons does help neutralize John Morant. I think John Morant will still get his points, and we'll talk about that in a second. But with Bain struggling, it just seems, and we saw that, and I don't think the Mavericks are a relatively – Great defensive team, and the Grizzlies only scored 96 points. I know that the game was over by the fourth quarter, so it wasn't like they were out there gunning for for more points. But I think 232.5 is a high over-under for these two teams right now. Brooklyn's averaging 108.5 points per game, so they dropped 108 points on a bad New Orleans Pelicans team. So both these teams' offenses aren't firing on all cylinders right now, so to have the over-under at 232.5 seems very high for me. So I'll go under there and... That then takes us to our player props of the night. Uh, first one, as always, I'm, I'm really going to always talk about John Morant over under points just because that's the most exciting bet as a Grizzly fan, the guy that you want to go off more than anyone else. His over under tonight is at 20, 29 and a half points. He hit the under for his first time last game against the Mavericks, only at 20 points. He was listed at 27 and a half. Seemed to be at pace, but obviously didn't play a lot at the end of the game because of the score. So he had 36 in the last meeting with the Nets last year, only played in one game, which was the first of the two games they played. Didn't play because of injury in the other one. Um, Ben Simmons, talked about him a second ago as a defender. He's played John Morant three times in his career. Last time they met was on April 4th, 2021. So it's been a while since these two have played. Ben Simmons held Ja to eight points in 29 minutes in the the game that the Sixers played the Grizzlies. So he averages most points per game, and this is a completely random stat. I wouldn't take this into account at all, but I just thought it was a fun stat. Um, if you're right on the, the border of the two, he averages his most points per game, Ja Morant that being. He averages averaged his most points per game last season on a Monday. Completely random, but interesting stat there. So he averaged, I think it was 30 one points per game last season on Mondays, so highest scoring day of the week. Maybe maybe that'll get him the edge at the over under twenty nine and a half. Um so I don't love the over honestly here. I could see him getting twenty seven or twenty eight in this game. And again, that's still a great night. Maybe pick up the assists, the rebounds, you know, impact the game in other ways. So it's not like if he doesn't hit over twenty nine and a half, that's not a good game for Ja. I'm going over just for the vibes, honestly, at home against the Brooklyn Nets. I, I like I want John Morant to go off um, for another 40-point game like he did the other night, so it would be foolish of me to, to say bet the under, but I really think this is a, a coin flip. Um, I think he'll have a good game, but just the over under 29.5 does seem high um, cons- with all things considered. So with that, though, I do think he will shoot the ball better from three. He only shot two threes last game. Uh, Missed both of them. He's shooting 57% from three this year. I know it's a small sample size, only three games. He seems to be shooting the ball better from behind the arc. He hit two against the Nets in his game last year where he had 36 points. And this is a stat that has significant backing and enough to say that it actually does make a difference. He shoots 11% better from three at home compared to on the road. So he's a better three-point shooter at home, and I've been there. 
in the building when you, and it does seem like he does shoot the ball much better at home and the statistics do back that. So with all that being said, John Morant is listed at over one and a half threes minus 190. I'm going over on that play. I think he hits two threes and that opens up his his ability to drive the ball going forward from there. So I do like the over under one and a half threes for John Morant tonight. Moving away from John, moving away from player props altogether for this next play. This is one that I really considered as my bet of the game. I didn't take it, um, so this is just a normal bet. That is the first quarter under 59.5 points. So, again, I really wanted to put this bet of the game. I didn't end up doing it. Both these teams are the worst two teams in the NBA in first quarter scoring. So the Grizz are averaging 22.7 points in the first quarter. That's 29th in the league, and the Nets are averaging 21 points in the first quarter. That's 30th in the league. So, just based off that, over under 59 and a half. I'm going over the. I'm going for the under in the game in general, and definitely like the under to start this game. 59 and a half is honestly a lot of points for a first quarter, considering these two teams and the stats that they put up so far. So, I actually love the under 59 and a half for the first quarter. So that's a quick one. I know I've been hot on the first to 10 points. Bet for the first quarter. Now I'm going under 59.5 for my next bet there. So that's the only other team prop or team play I have for the night. One more play before my play of the game, and that is Ben Simmons' assist plus rebounds is 14.5 over under, plus 100 for the over, and I am going over on this. Ben Simmons, I've talked about him a lot today. I've talked about Ben Simmons more than I've talked about Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant combined, so... That's always a weird, weird thing to talk about, but I do think he's an X factor for X factor for this Brooklyn Nets team. Over under 14 and a half for a combined assist plus rebounds. He's not going to shoot the ball. He's only attempted eight shots in his first two games as a net in the regular season. So he's going to have to fill the stat sheet in other ways. Um, and I expect that to be in the assist and rebounds, averaging 8.1 boards and 7.7 assists per game this season. And last game he had 18. Assist plus rebounds game before that. He only had 10, but he fouled out pretty early in that game. So I really do like the over 14 and a half. I expect him to easily get, you know, 16, um, at least, you know, maybe up to 20. So he's going to have to impact. I know defensively he'll be asked to jaw, uh, guard John ja Morant for most of that game, and then he chips in with his assisted rebounds and gets over 14 and a half plus a plus 100. I think that's very good value there. So it's a value bet as well as it is. I think the number is a bit low for Ben Simmons right now. So I would take advantage of that because we know he's not going to shoot the ball. So you don't have to worry about him doing that. Um, he wants to fill the stat sheet in other ways and show his worth besides besides being able to score the basketball. So Ben Simmons over 14 and a half assist and rebounds is our last normal play of the night. And that takes us into our play of the game. Again, 3-0 in the play of the game so far this year. And our play of the game tonight is John Morant, points, rebounds, assist, over 41 and a half. So as I keep saying, with this Grizzly offense at the moment, with the struggles of Desmond Bain, with no Jaron Jackson Jr., um, John Morant has to be the main guy on the offense, and he's going to have to do a bit of everything. Last season in the matchup, he had 50 PRA against the Nets, and I just expect a heavy dose of him, especially following a loss at home. I expect him to come out firing um, if he can get around 30 points. He should be able to pick up his assist. I think he can get seven assists and then, you know, round it out with the rebound. So over under 41 and a half is low. I've been looking at this play in all the games so far, and none of them have been as low as 41 and a half. So this is my play of the game. I think he definitely was able to get that tonight to round out the play of the game, round out the bets for today. So that's all we have for this game against the Brooklyn Nets tonight. 
Thank you guys again for all the support so far on the podcast. It's been great to see, look at the numbers, see how much um, support we've had. And hopefully you guys have been following the bets um, on your own because we actually have been doing very good so far with the plays that I've had. So make sure to follow the Twitter at GrizzBearBets. I was you know, able to live bet some, game, um, some plays against the Rockets when John Morant had an over-under at like 27.5 in the first quarter and he finished with – 40 plus or 49 on the night. So follow the Twitter for plays like that. Again, at GrizzBearBets. Also make sure to follow my personal Twitter, which is at ChaseBob at nine. And that will, you know, more everyday Grizzly content, everyday Grizzly uh, takes there. The Grizzly Bear Blues Twitter at SBN Grizzlies. And make sure to follow all the other podcasts that are on this podcast network. A lot of great Grizzly content on the podcast. And then last but not least, our website, www.grizzlybearblues.com. A lot of great written content, report cards, quick recaps of all the games to keep track of everything Grizzly from a writing perspective. So we will be back on the 27th at Sacramento. So quick turnaround. Grizzlies play again on Thursday. So we'll be back then for the, the podcast for that game for episode seven. So again, I appreciate all the support so far on this podcast. And I will see you guys on Thursday to go over the Sacramento Kings game and recap this game tonight. Thank you guys and see you guys soon.